This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Blue Monday podcast. Now in our fifth season, looking into the exciting happenings of Ipswich Town back in the 99-2000 season. My name is Richard Woodward and we are looking back on the playoff final against Barnsley from May 2000. And joining me, King of the Vlogs, Benjamin Bloom, ITFC Academy expert Joe Fares and Boomennial, Mikey Penty-Smith. There's four of us guys, this will only go well. Um, who wants to say how they're doing first all at the same time go for it how, how are you guys how's hashtag lockdown for you crap crap we've already spoken to about Joe's cry for help haircut is it are you okay Joe it's alright it's right now Emma's not working today so I have some help chasing the kids around and I've, and I've locked myself in the office for three hours in the Richard, sunshine it's, it's 3.20 and Joe has started drinking yeah yeah well it's how many of these have you already had, if you're counting? And Mikey's on it as well. <laughs> Mikey's just pulled Mikey Smith well. on it as well. This is good. Um, yeah, yeah, he drinks. Have so, got... Rich, what's the plan here then? So, thanks, Ben. So, let me tell you. Um, we have the full 90 minutes and all of the padding either sides and at half time from the playoff final back in um, 2000. We're doing a lot of 99-2000 content at the moment. and um, Make sure you subscribe because plenty more where that came from the Magellan interview excellent but more more like this more in the pipeline um so we're going to watch it we're going to react to it in real time we're going to try and be interesting as much as possible guys um and any anecdotes from the day and and um, relive it as if we're there the plan was to watch this together at some point with um in a venue somewhere but obviously hashtag lockdown we can't do that so next best thing skype how does that sound does, does that make sense brilliant Right, so what we have to figure out now is how to coordinate so that we all start watching it at the same time. So I'll count down from thirty, or and then when I get when I get to five, I'll stop counting it. But use no. So do the things. Right, so I'm gonna do a I'm gonna do a one, two, three, and then so press rock, play. Paper. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> please don't. Rock big scissors. <laughs> This I'm is how so nervous. If it's good enough for Jimmy Bullard and Keith Andrews, it's good enough for us. One, two, three, and then press play. All right. Okay. And then um, I got it. We're count, straight. Count it slowly though, so we okay. can. I'll, so feel you can the, get the structure. The beat, yeah? There's so much okay. pressure on this, isn't there? Right. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone on naught seconds, most importantly, because right. Yes, Richard. Right. Good. This is this is going well. One, two, three, play. There we go. 
So we are it, live. We are live. We are running. So we've got a little bit of a crappy intro, but we go straight to the tunnel, and we'll we have a little box showing again. Yeah, the big games, all the big games, and there we are in the tunnel. George Burley and Dave Bassett. And look at James Scowcroft there. How do you think he's? How do you think he's feeling? Because they've they've let him walk out with the team here, but he's not playing, obviously. He's leading the team, actually, isn't he? So that's a good. Because he was a player of the season that year, wasn't he? So it's a nice um, thing for George to let him do that. Look at his, Joe, look at his expression, though. It's kind of dead behind the eyes. He's obviously very, very bittersweet, isn't it? Chris Ball, that, yes. is the, right. that is the scoey look, though, isn't it, really, most of the time? Jim Mitchell had good things to say about him, didn't he? Isolate with your teammates. <laughs> Chris Morgan's about to swear, isn't he, Mikey? There he is. Live <laughs> on the telly. I hope we've all seen that footage of Chris Morgan arguing with Neil Warnock in the um, Sheffield United promotion season. Look that up. Yeah. If you haven't. Oh, look at the old Wembley Mike. Pyrotechnics. Yeah. I love that Coca-Cola scoreboard as well. Visit. Same. Full of blue. Full of blue at the tunnel end as well. That's interesting, Same Richard. We had what, final. what Mikey just said, first visit. I'd been to Wembley prior. I was at... England versus Italy, 1997. Gianfranco sco Zola scored the only goal. It was 1-0. So I saw Paolo Maldini play, and I'm not making it up. He was imperious, and his hair was perfect at the end of the game still. I thought you were going to compare him to Tony Mowbray and Richard Naylor as Gianfranco Zola. This is one of the things Jim commented on on the interview. But I know as well, sort of like when we got there, and you looked down Wembley Way, it was literally half blue, half red, real contrasted colours. And that, when they, they showed a stadium here, and it's just a total sea of blue at one end and a total sea of red at the other. A great look for all the corporate tickets that now go there. Yeah, true. Barnsley, guys, the Barnsley players looked a lot more focused, and the Ipswich players looked a lot more relaxed. You wouldn't see. Oh no, they're all starting to wave now. I was just just a bit worried. A few of the Ipswich players were getting a bit. Oh, here I am. You know, mum coming and watching the school play or whatever. No, she, I, suppose she, the, I suppose the Barnsley fans were all at the far end, weren't they? So, big wave. Where are you sat then, Rich? So I'm um, in so on the right-hand side of the tunnel in the right in the corner, about halfway back, maybe two thirds of the way back, and um, and I didn't get to do Wembley Way. So this I, I teased this on the on the semi-final show with Joe and Mikey. So. I'm, I'm 16, I think, at this point, so slightly too young to have like a big piss up or a big like lads um, day of this. So I had to go with my old man, and he sorted out stuff with work colleagues, including a coach, which dropped us off right outside Wembley. So I missed out Wembley Way, and then part way down on the journey, my dad says, "Oh yeah, one of um, one of my colleagues' kids is uh, he's going to sit with you, and I'm going to go and sit with my mates if that's all right." So I sat with a total rando for the whole game missed out Wembley Way and, and abandoned by my father so I've never forgiven him for that so I've just thrown him under the bus now so there's the first close up of Jono's blue hair if we notice Majilton's gone for long sleeves Jono the only person there wearing the training top in the not the um, revealing the Ipswich um, Ipswich colours there interesting yeah, I guess try, trying to keep his shoulder warm or something there must oh, have been a reason tell a lie yeah. someone else has got one on here oh no we're into the subs here because Richard Naylor is not going to start this game boys but hell is he going to finish it <laughs> so, uh, 
because um, I, I remember one of my um, friends' little brothers was, the he was in the Sorry. He was in the academy at this time, and he was, I think, Ipswich under 11s or under 12s were supposed to be playing Joe, Sorry, can I just interrupt? Before the game. <laughs> sorry, Joe, really quickly. George Burley has just said to that guest, well, Kieran's one of the best young players in the country, because that's all he said for about two years. But sorry, carry on. Where's with he from? Anecdote. Where's Burley from? Um, somewhere in between Bangladesh and um, somewhere in the subcontinent, basically. Joe, sorry, Joe. go ahead. Yes, so my mate's little brother was in the academy, and the under-11s or under-12s were supposed to be playing Barnsley before the game, on the pitch here, and he'd been telling us how Jono had dyed his hair blue, so we sort of knew that was coming, but their game got cancelled, because I think it rained for the whole weekend leading up to this. Mm. And Similar to the 78 Cup final, I think, where the pitch ended up really boggy, and and it had just been really, really wet, but sort of the game played in glorious sunshine, but sort of, sort of belies the sort of weather that led up to it. Wasn't the pitch really bad? And the, the previous well, yeah, games they'd, it up? Yeah, they'd be in the league, league, well, the Division Two playoff final on the Friday night, and I'm pretty sure it was chucking it down with rain, and then, and then it was chucking it down with rain all weekend as well, wasn't it? I thought that was Sheeran. Mike Sheeran, QPR once spent 3.5 million on him. Dave Bassett, as my research tells me, picked him up on a free transfer. Rich, can we talk a little bit about um, about Barnsley for a second? Have you, have you, unlike the rest of us, done a bit of research, Ben? Of course I've done some research. Um, let's have a little looky here. So, um, Craig Hicks at the main man. Uh, Craig Hignett, another one. So Bruce Dyer's gone for the Wesley Snipes in Demolition Man blonde hair. Yeah. Um, Craig Hignett's gone for the skinhead, much like you, um, Joe, because I watched there back... He is. The, there's oh, Kieran. there's Kieran. Oh, yeah. He's worn his England top there. Unbelievable. <laughs> it's like Alan Partridge in the, the Castro I'm going to talk over the National Anthem. He was probably an England squad meet-up, though, wasn't he? I think he's come down from the meet-up to watch the game. That's true. Absolutely. Um, so Barnsley went up in 97 under... Danny Wilson that was the season Town lost to Sheffield United they got relegated after one season in the Premier League they tried to do the whole bring one of the players in so John Hendry was the manager there's a Barnsley fan wearing a sombrero because they did used to chant it's just like watching Brazil there I think we, we go we chanted it back um, didn't we sorry keep going and um, no problem um they made John Hendry the manager and I had a look and John Hendry was only manager in his life for that season if you remember they sold Ashley Ward he was scoring all their goals halfway through the season so then Dave Bassett comes in um, for the start of this season and Dave Bassett at this point is a bit of a Mick McCarthy Neil Warnock he's your guy for promotion he'd got Wimbledon promoted three times Sheffield United once from the um, from the second tier into the top one got to the playoff final with Palace in 97 and then had got Forest promoted with Van Hooydonk and Campbell and Stone um, in that would have been 97 98 the next season wouldn't it no 98 90, I can't remember which one I think one of those two seasons basically Bassett is a fearsome guy anyway here comes the, the Barnsley team he got Kevin Miller on a free from Chris Crystal Morgan. Palace's former club as well. Steve Chettle on Jill a free. mentioned him, didn't he? There's a, lot, there's a lot of ex-Forest players here, isn't there? He just yeah. goes back to Forest and Palace, doesn't he? Three the back end. Oh, yeah, Am I right that John Curtis was the guy that Jamie Carragher called out as the biggest waste of potential in his England under-21 team on Sky oh, recently? There he is, there's oh, him, yeah. 
It was a good player, Higley. So was Barnard. Well, Gillen mentioned Barnard as well. Yeah, up and down the left. Shipley. God, Shipley. Oh. Less said about him, the better. Yeah, after my bomb check the other week about Shipley. I don't, yeah. Quality um, score there. Bruce Dyer didn't start the playoff semi-final first leg against Birmingham. Robin van der Laan went off after two minutes. Dyer comes on and scores twice yeah, against Birmingham. Then he yeah. starts the second game and also scores. So basically, if van der Laan doesn't get injured, Dyer's probably not even starting this game, but he ends up in this playoff with um, three goals. But then again... Um, Marcus Stewart's going to end this playoffs with three goals, and Jim Jilton's already got three as well, hasn't he? Mm. So, um, hey, Richard Naylor's going to make an entrance. have a number three playing centre mid and a number oh, yeah. eleven playing anti-modern. Oh, I'm okay with the number eleven playing yeah, that's fine, wing yeah. back. That's okay, but the three playing centre mid. But interestingly, Joe, two, um, two, three, five twos here mm. as well. Is that how they've been playing all season, or were they looking to match us up? Or? I, I couldn't tell you. I think they had, given it's Darren Barnard. I can't imagine him playing full, but um, we'd have to speak to a Barnsley fan, I think, to um, to verify that. Here comes there the interesting Rich. I think we probably know. No surprises here. <laughs> Richard Riley goal. Jermaine Wright coming in was a bit of a surprise, wasn't it? But I suppose it was because of the Scowcroft injury, wasn't it? John, John McGreal back in for Wayne Brown. He'd missed the yeah. two games against Bolton, hadn't he? Yes. Of he's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fetish played one and Brown played the other. And Croft I mean, join these, came in, join in, these cutaways. Yeah. The graphics are good, aren't they? Yeah. Well, I think Joe pointed out that Fab Wilness didn't cover himself in glory at the start of the Bolton game. But then when you hear from Jim Magilton in the interview with Statman, when he says... After, he saw it very differently than us after 25 minutes he said you hold your hands up they outplayed us I never really saw it like that no. and I don't I, I don't see a huge amount of Barnsley team to be scared about I'd be I'd be papping it if we were playing Birmingham at this point I think another rough game that would have been wouldn't it cool look at that team look how so well balanced that's so no, but look, even look at the back three. Yeah. They're both centre-backs, but you've got the left foot on one side, side the right yeah. foot. Oh, yeah, dear. All players. Legs, legs at wing-back. Absolute legs. Legs in midfield. And they're two brilliant strikers. Mikey, we made the point in this series that Wilness became a great Ipswich player, but he's still, still finding his way here. And Croft probably yeah. Yeah. was a little bit ahead of him there. But even, but even in the premiership years Burley ended up dropping him and sort of yeah, totally bombing him out at one yeah, point second and season the Premier gets totally bombed out isn't he balls, yeah. he bombs him out doesn't he after helping balls so I think he just hung around for a long time Wilness and once we dropped back into the championship he came into his own but he probably wasn't quite good enough to be a top end championship bottom end Premier League player and like Mikey said, Joe, um, that team is probably just one, just Scowcroft for right away from being... Not got a keeper on the bench. Yeah, no keeper on the bench for Barnsley. Oh. Yeah, so Nicky Eden was the big miss for Barnsley, so I think he usually played down at right wing back. Really good player, Nicky Eden. He was their captain when they were in Brazil. Alan Brazil just recently, he just said we talked over it. Craig Hignett's the man that Ipswich have got to look out for in the, in the early stages. <laughs> well, let's wait about ball. six minutes, shall we? <laughs> Mitre Ultimax as well. Oh, what a ball. classic. Ball. What a ball. And what guys, a ball. Richard picked up on this in the other two shows. 
we just keep bloody going behind after like, literally no time in these games at all. Incredible. I think it was a six-minute goal in all three games. Is Jono going to get in just straight away? Is he going to jump at the keeper yeah, straight yeah. away? Yeah, look. Oh, that's just... Federer. Federer. They want you playing too hyped up, isn't yeah. it? This is Gazarin, Gazarin 91, isn't it? Let's have a look at this landing, boys. I think it's even that bad. Oh, he'd, al- he'd already hurt it. Not, he? He's, he's already hurt, hurt Joe. Yeah. But it's his left shoulder, he feels. And he doesn't even land anywhere near his left shoulder. He lands on his right, and this is left. So... You could tell he's not fit because look at the one he grabbed. Oh, it's gone now, but he grabbed the left shoulder. 30 seconds. I think he knows at this point. 13 seconds. Whoa, what miss? Keep it tight, eh? Nice touch, Shipley. He's calm down. He's a good player at this level. Oh, oh God, it is frantic. Isn't it? Yeah. Jesus. Calm down. Oof. We do go long, long for Jono again. I'm okay with that in the first few yeah. in the first few minutes back to front. That's fine. Oh, hello. Is that Higner? That's just ten match ban for that now. That's just the way football was. Look at Venus at the could, top. You could fly in. Yeah. Oh yeah. Those Mo- are Mowbray, there you go, Joe. Get your player cam on. <laughs> you watch Darren Barnard miss a penalty. I'm not. I'm not trying to compare it to Bobby Robson team. But everyone talks about Bobby Robson team as being our oh, great passing football. But when you look back, we're pretty willing to go from front. Back well, look to front at the seven nil against West Brom, Joe. Half the, the goals are knocked down, aren't they? And like I say, in this, Venus and McGreal are happy to go long when they when they get the ball. But that's Venus all, knows though, doesn't it's he? Not, that Magellan interview it's was really important, really interesting about the third guy. He said Venus. I knew that Venus would put it on. Mo- uh, around Mogger you know, that, if you're going to go long at least go along with direction that's the issue now isn't it well, it's, it's accurate it's accurate long balls and getting people around where the ball is going to land as well which is the key I think we're starting to see as well with the I remember Villa putting wing backs in in the mid 90s and you look at how full backs are nowadays you're starting to see now this thing of oh can we play from deeper down the sides and you can see we're at the year 2000 and both teams playing um, wing backs at this point I watched Arsenal Liverpool the 1989 thing and I know Dixon and Winterburn were great players but I promise you the entire game they just hold their positions and boot the ball down the pitch so you can see the evolution of where fullbacks are going to get to even even now but Nowadays, what we're watching here in 2000, a fullback isn't trusted. I've seen Magilton watching yeah, there come he, is. And get, he wants it, doesn't he? Tom Brady. <laughs> but even there, you see Stuart and Johnson don't have a great link up, do they? Just often they're sort of they're not running around each other like you see when you've got Naylor or Scowcroft on there. It really was a case of Naylor or Scowcroft and Johnson or Stuart, isn't it? Yeah. Well. Jay, we were doing some work this morning um, on the channel, which will which will come up later. And I did watch back the Marcus Stewart interview, and he says when Naylor comes on, he didn't see that as the team being being weakened. That he had a good a good kind of synergy with with Naylor. Barnsley just got their first bit of territory there. Got some That's men forward. Yeah. Defensive. Is that a central midfielder ahead of the ball? Look at that from we're all over him because he's been on our channel, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was a deflected pass. 
If you haven't watched it though, watch the, watch the interview with Majorton though. I mean, that was brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah, superb. Also featuring stat for like 10 seconds in cumulative. I think um, Dave Bassett is quite a clever manager because I think he's quite sort of chameleonic. You know, he was all long ball at Wimbledon, but like Joe said in the other um, show we did about this, I think he takes what he's got and moulds it and adds... I think he's got a good contact book, like we said, all those players that came from Forest and Crystal Palace. That's ball from Jilton, isn't it? Um, and this is very different than a Dave Bassett Wimbledon team or a Sheffield United team with Brian Dean up front or when he tried to follow Graham Taylor at um, Watford. What was his Palace team like? I'm trying to remember. He was at Palace, well, wasn't he, Bassett? We beat he was only at Palace for one season. They lost 2-1 to... It must have been the one where Claridge shinned the one in on 120 minutes or what have you um, I'm actually going to lay out because I think we all know what's going to happen in the next phase of play here don't we so Sky I'm, have just I'm shown gonna, him haven't they very pressing shut up I think. it's a long ball isn't it isn't it just a simple flick on as well it's not it's just all about the finish isn't it? But he misses his target doesn't he gets lucky <laughs> Richard Wright had a touch yet I think no. he's a short pass. I think he played a short pass to someone. Who are here today? Don't remember the uh, 78 Cup final of 22 years ago. Okay, yeah. Here's Dyer. Big Bruce. And he's managed Oof. to pull it back to Shipley. And it was well blocked. That's a big chance. Well, Bodies in the way. But what a block, Rob, as you said. McGreal. Dyer bullied Venus a little bit then, which is rare, isn't it? I thought Venus had done enough there. Right, here we go. That's got good pace. We're a little bit all over the place nice. at the moment, aren't we? Nice ball, that. Oh, that's a lucky that. I mean, he's, Great. the sky footage will show us. They they figure out how fast he's hit that. They, they draw some graphics with an arrow in a second. Oh, really? It's travelling some, though. I mean, that's a fearsome strike, and it moves in the air. Which I think we're in. I think we're in two things can be true position here. I think that's a brilliant strike, and I think it's a lucky space. And he's got too much space. But look, yeah, Mog has kind of got a man there. Joe, how far is he out? He's 30 yards out. M Mowbray's within his rights to just back off, and you wouldn't think he's going to smash that in off the bar. But this is what I was saying um, the other day when you see, like, Martin Royster and him. The way they just can strike oh. a ball, it, it's just swear on it. a, just a quality strike, isn't it? They're just, just very little backlift and just catch it so sweetly. And it's interesting because we're not in number 10 land here, are we? They're, they're number eight. Um, it's not like he's going to play in the hole. They're, they're runners from midfield in, in this um, era. I, th I think it's a great goal. I, th I think if you're Richard Wright there, you'd, you'd do exactly the same thing. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, just picking up on Joe's point about the quality of strike. 21st goal, 20, goal of the season. 21st goal of the season. Right, go ahead, Michael. Sorry. But... It, it, it now seems to be in modern day football if you look down at championship and league one it's like a specialist skill being able to strike the ball nicely so like Luke Garbutt for example has got a, he strikes the ball superbly but it's like that's his specialist skill so you allow him being weak in other areas look at players like Hignett Royce they're, they're classy players like they can pick passes as well it's not all about the ball striking you think of Dave Bassett's watch there boys big, as well Glenn Glenn are you guys worried at this point? I'm, I'm trying to recall back whether I was worried I at this point. I, I, still really I early, think isn't I was it? Ever. 
I, I wasn't really worried. The only thing that was worrying me is I was sitting next to quite a big fat guy, and the seats are quite small there. And every time something bad happened, he like leaned, leaned, and just sort of like crashed me on my seat in the sort of old Wembley seats. I think this it's actually might be a the... really nice pass. I don't know whether that was. There you go. The pass to break the lines out of defence is really good. It's a really good goal by... I think we're a little bit of sixes and sevens of position, I think. That last attack, we haven't really got our shape back. Um, Rich, talking about the are we worried thing, um, I'll echo what Joe just said and what Jim McGilton said. I thought in any of these playoff seasons, if we got to Wembley, we would win. I just felt that... Okay, Kirbishley, Kendall, Allardyce, they can have us in a two-leg playoff semi-final. But I just thought the football we played, and because we're Ipswich and we'd won in 78, if we went to Wembley, I just thought we're going to win. And even, I suppose at this point, we're all going, oh, well, we've been behind in about yeah, four times, seven of our last mm-hmm. ten games. You know, so. Four times in the, in the two playoff games that preceded it as well. So, yeah, and it's still early. Five times, Rich. Look at Mogger. Holland Clapham you see what I mean we're, we're quite direct aren't we though we sort of work it but as soon as there's an opportunity to get the ball forward we do try and get it forward quickly is it um, I love is it the thick of it where they talk about cupping imaginary tits for that, that <laughs> I was hand just going to say um, and this is not a criticism of George Burley who is my favourite Ipswich manager since I've been watching but he's very much a manager isn't he and sometimes I would watch this and this and this and this and I think George what what does that mean you know and um, I think David Johnson made it very clear that Dale Roberts um, rest in peace did the majority of the um, actual technical work here and George was very much putting the team together and giving it the giving it the philosophy but sometimes I would watch him directing traffic and um, it wasn't obvious what he was doing Joe's having his second pint of oh that's my poor I've had a shocker go and get yourself a flake if you notice the territory, though, now, Rich, is oh, we're um, camped, we're coming we? into the game. It's so all in their half, isn't it? We've just got a really... We're really energetic, aren't we? And they play it around nice, though, don't they? They're a good side. They're, they're better than I remember them being, actually. Mm. Um, well, that Majorton point, I'd never thought that, as you said before, Ben. Till I think Bassett's going to be long ball as well, Rich, don't you? Yeah. Dyer's I'd say we're, busy, we're more we? direct than they are, I'd say. Yeah. Matt Holland looks we're boost really, already. We're really high tempo, get the ball forwards, get men forwards, bring the play up with us, isn't it? There's not much of a sense of control from either team in this game, though, is it? We're ten minutes and it still hasn't settled down, really, is it? But, Rich, even those good little bits of um, Barnsley passing, we're pressing like pressing like hell and um, it's not overly controlled is it Stuart always coming deep isn't he nice it's a lovely bit of play that is first time Jermaine Johnson's off really it you can hard. tell yeah. get him okay. off get him off so did you just I'd, see that first time I'd bring Naylor on Jilton as well which went Nasty. perfectly for Venus Mikey's bringing <laughs> Naylor on I'm not having it <laughs> <laughs> Get Naylor on. Do you remember when um when uh sorry to interrupt. Do you remember when Johnson and Scowcroft used to um play up front together and Scowcroft used to be a bit of a scapegoat for Ipswich fans and it would always be get Naylor on, get bloody Naylor on, Burley. 
Get him off. Come on, Towen. Towen. Do we sort of skip through the how we got to the game and all of that, guys? Yeah, we ben, we, we got some down. Were you on the on the beers that day, causing trouble? I <laughs> fighting fans. I felt because my father had been at the 78 Cup final, I thought as a father something, it was right to go to this game with my dad. So um, I went with my dad and I'm sat down um, underneath the box. My seat didn't have a back, is what I remember. Um, yeah, the pages near the front, weren't they? The whole yeah, lower tiers. In my snotty um, vlogger days now, I wouldn't accept the view um, that I had. But when we come to the Royce goal, well, I, I wouldn't swap back to anything. These yeah. days, were you, just were you, were you camera side, Ben, or um, I'm the opposite side to the hard camera side? Yeah, I am as well. Bit, I think. I mean, there's so much space behind the goal, isn't there? I think I was probably level with the edge of the penalty area. See, I'm, I'm level with about the penalty spot on the far side as the camera looks at it. Yeah, it might so be up, quite up there, quite, quite, high, quite yeah. high up. Yeah, not oh, too far from me, Joe. £38 a ticket, was so I remember. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I need to dig out. I've got the programme. I'll dig out my ticket in a second. I can tell you the no, no, no concession again, guys. Adult prices only, apart from that lower tier, wasn't it, I think? Yeah. And you didn't get... You didn't get it back on your seat. So Joe, we you talked about. Sorry, Rich. We talked about Holdsworth and Gajonson. Shipley and Thorough are a bloody handful. I know they're not in Gajonson and Holdsworth's class, probably as 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 players, but they're not going to give us a yeah, not going to give us a quiet game. Barnsley on top here, boys. They're pressing high, aren't they? I think Shipley's problem was he had a handful. <laughs> <laughs> He shaves his head and listens to it. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to put this out as a podcast, Joe. You are, you are aware of that. This isn't just for our is that, own entertainment. Is that Barnard coming in on his right oh, Shipley, foot? Right? Oh, no, it's just Shipley. Well, I just watched back the semi-final. Shipley scores from um, exactly that position against yeah. Birmingham. Very good goal, actually. We haven't had a, a, we haven't had a that's a decent strike, that. Yeah, it's a good save. It gets down quick, doesn't he, right? Because that's creeping in. We haven't, we haven't had a goal uh, attempt on goal yet, have we? Matt, we? Matty Holland had Matt that Holland's shot. shot wide, but on target. Uh, I'm waiting um, for the XG to come up on the screen. <laughs> Guys, do we subscribe to the view that as much as we love Richard Wright, he wasn't at his best during this three-game trilogy? Is that yeah. fair, or was it all so chaotic? Uh, I wouldn't really put my fault for... There's a few good saves, isn't there? goals. Well, wait till half-time in this one, and you're going to be all over him. Yeah. yeah, well... I mean, he, he, he makes amends for it, doesn't he? But, I mean... He does. Like the Bolton goal, I, I'd still put that down as a foul. I know, it, I know it was soft, but I'd still put that down as a foul. And he was just beaten by good goals. Mm. Is, is that Jono just went down again? Or was it Stuart? I don't know, because I, I think... pulled it back, isn't he? I thought that was a foul by me, though. Sorry, Joe. After this game, um, Wright goes off to make his England debut, doesn't he? Against Malta. Is it the Malta one straight after? Yeah, and he gives away at least one penalty in that game. So yeah, I think he gives, gives away two penalties too. Yeah, exactly the same. Over two games, gives away three the, penalties. Saves two of them. The first game of the season, the following year, he gives one away at Spurs as well, doesn't he? Would you believe after that Malta game? I guess he wants to get away from the press. Um, right, he comes and stays with um, what was his wife called? Kelly Hammond. 
was it? It's Hammond, isn't it? Jeff yeah, Hammond. I can't remember. Um, he comes and stays in the hotel, so I saw him like two days after the Malta game, um, and he's, he's kind of hiding away. And I always remember in the reception of the hotel with the tabloids with Richard Wright in big close-up. Obviously, he was the story of that um, England game, and he was um, shacked up in the hotel, hiding away from everyone. But still, thing a whole, uh, trouser press. <laughs> He would have he'd have gone if we hadn't gone, wouldn't he? If we'd lost this, Richard would have gone. Until Ben tipped off, until Ben tipped off the pressure. <laughs> yeah. um, ben got his fiver. Oh, today I would have been taking pictures <laughs> and tweeting him down the Blue Monday account. Guys, Mark Venus is a really good player, isn't he? Yeah, he is. So good. We're so underrated. That's, Watching these that's games, Steve back. Yeah. Did. I oh, think yeah. like, uh, maybe Venus is is better on the ball than he is off it. Wasn't particularly dominant in the air. Um, Decent cross that Didn't have much pace, but so good bringing the ball out from the back. A bit before his time, wasn't he? Um, This is one of the things. When you've seen us play three at the back this year, just look at McGreal and Venus. The way they... Even longer. How they are the ball. How they get forward. The sort of quality of balls that they put in. We just haven't had that at all. We started with the overlapping centre-backs a bit, but it just wasn't... So we're 16 minutes... 52 now for listeners 1-0 down um, you'd say fairly even game now um, and Barnsley ahead through one bit of one bit of quality yeah yeah last three or four minutes I think we've, we've come into having been very much second best which I don't as I say I don't recall at the time but yeah. I think there's just Rich, there's just a Start sense of calming down, down. down yeah because yeah. I mean you noticed uh, two or three minutes ago Matt Holland just dribbled it forward and just passed it out of play and that's very un-Matt Holland very kind of uh, Jim Jim spoke about clarity of thought he obviously hasn't quite got there in this game Holland yet I love how Jim sees the game they're getting through Holland. so much running though aren't they, they oh. no wonder they're a bit ragged when I mean, they both teams are pressing really high aren't they yeah yeah do you see what I mean, though, Rich, about it not being the most... I mean, look at this. <laughs> look at that. Frenetic this is. That's a Ooh. foul, isn't it? <laughs> this is such a good watch. <laughs> There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. 
Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. I can't, I can't remember whether it was Jim that said it or whether it was John or Stuart, because I listened to all the podcasts this week. But they were saying that had this game gone into extra time, they were a little bit worried because... Because we, we had a few players like McGreal hadn't played. Jermaine Wright had just come back into the team. Mowbray was sort of pushing 40 at this point. And this was a, a heavy pitch. We'd used our subs and it was going to be uh, another half hour and that might have been a real, real slog. Dave Bassett looks very calm and collected there, doesn't he? That's it, put a little bit of ice in it. Because it had been a long break between the semis and the finals. Oh, it, was it was endless, wasn't it? But two weeks almost, wasn't it? A bit of walking wounded 17. there. Yeah, and this is the 31st, is it? Richard? 20, yeah, 29th. Yeah, 29th. 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 It, was my, it was my ninth birthday the day before. Was it the Saturday then? This is the no, Monday. Monday. Oh, I thought it was the Monday, yeah. Because um, so, so basically two weeks. Eric Tinkle has just got a stunner on the ankle. Was he at Leeds, Joe? South African guy? Yeah, Tinkler? Is that Eric Tinkler or is that Martin? I think it's Eric, isn't it? It's Eric, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was at Leeds then. But there's always a lot of movement around between um, Leeds and Rotherham and Barnsley. That's a nice and... trap by Matt Holland. It was ball. That's where Wilness was better than Croft. Fair point. Croft would go under both feet and cross over. He'd have had a step so. over, Mikey. Yeah. Yeah. Croft would have been fine in extra time as well. What time was his curfew that day? <laughs> Jermaine Wright's slowly coming into the game, isn't he, as well? But we haven't been in the game much, Mikey, for this first 20 minutes, have we? No. No. But yeah, Jermaine Wright hadn't played for a little while, had he? He didn't play at all in the first... No. I was thinking that. He didn't feature his finals today. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so honestly, he... guys, from February, I think... Awesome, oh, hello? No, that's... Slide in, okay. Richard. Slide in. Um, I think the plan from February was it was supposed to be Holland, Magilton and Scowcroft with Johnson and Stewart up front, and he just couldn't ever get that on the pitch, although I did check, and it was on the pitch when we lost 1-0 at home to Portsmouth, so maybe I need to... <laughs> Maybe I need to um, revise that opinion. But. But, but that's a big thing for McGreal and Jermaine Wright to come into a game, having not played for, well, at least three weeks. I don't know if they played in the Walsh's game. Magilton, so, no, sorry, McGreal hadn't played for at least a couple of months, I think. Yeah. He, so, Mikey, he came back in for like one or two games and then went back out again, didn't he? 60% right, okay. possession for Ipswich, though, this point. Guys, McGrew did play in the second leg against Bolton, didn't he? I remember no, him. No, no. It was Wayne Brown. Wayne Brown. Wayne Brown, Wayne Brown, Wayne Brown played right-sided. Uh, no, played left. on the right side of the three at the back, um, which was quite oh. unusual for him because he was really left-footed. Yeah. But Manu Fettis played the first leg. Yeah. And then what... Then there was obviously the injury doubt over Mowbray, and then Wayne Brown came in for Fettis in the second leg, and then McGreal came in for the final. So, but two players come and play at Wembley, having not played for weeks on end, is a in, a in the biggest games of their career is a big ask, isn't it? Yeah. How many of these Ipswich players was this the actual biggest game of their career? Here comes one. So, Rich, what's happening now? I'd say probably all of them, Ben, by the way. Richard Richard Naylor is now coming on for David Johnson, who 
has not recovered. So yeah, he didn't do look good. Think, did he, 21 minutes. He wasn't fit. He was too hyped up. He tweaked it a little bit on 13 seconds. They gave him 20 minutes and let him decide. Do you think? Yeah. I think he wasn't fit. Thought he thought he was better off. The adrenaline would take care, and then realised that it it wasn't. And then probably I reckon. I'd imagine it'd have been his call to come off, not anyone else's. Did he have a fitness I think test he'd beforehand? He'd earned that trust. Did yeah. you did you deal with that on your, on your interview with him? Did he have a fitness test before kickoff? Or have I made I that? Don't, I don't. Yeah, recall. he did. He did. Because I listened to it this week. He said it. But a George Burley fitness test. Yeah. Is like, you will pass. Is that pass like an fitness test? Yeah. If, if, if you want, if you want to play, you'll pass it. Put it that way. I think he, Burley gave him every opportunity to. He's made a straight away. Straight in box. Look at that. The ball is that Naylor Naylor. Yeah. yeah. Naylor's a different level in this game, isn't he? He's, he's... Yeah. Well, Joe and I were arguing about this on the on the WhatsApp group. We sort of had this debate of how our players then were different calibre. And I said, all of these players would get into any of our teams from the, um, maybe from the last sort of seven or eight years. And we were sort of going back and forth, Joe, weren't we, about about Naylor. And yes, I agree, this is his, this is the um, Everest of his career, this game, isn't it? But I, I think he was a, a good championship level player, wasn't he? Yeah, and um, I watched back the highlights of the whole season, actually, last week. And, Especially in the first few months of the season, he made a number of real big contributions. Scored some decent goals. I just re- always remember him not being a very good finisher. No, he didn't have the instinct, did he? Yeah, and maybe because I was watching this, I, I was watching him in, in my life when I was 12, 13, 14, that a striker that misses chances is just frustrating. You maybe don't see everything else they bring to the table. And you've got especially David when you've Johnson got someone like... Well. But also, especially someone like James Scowcroft as well, who was a quality hold-up player and could score a few goals as well that you sort of compare him to Scowcroft he wasn't in Scowcroft's league oh. Oof. Oof. Hignett again isn't it was it Hignett camera struggling to find him but yeah wow. he thinks that's the save does he I think Richard might just save actually oh this looks like a good angle Rich I think he saves it yeah. Oh, he's unlucky he's a good player Hignett isn't he yeah. 21 <laughs> goals from midfield he thinks oh that took a deflection didn't it 22 goals by the end of this. How many, uh, how many goals did David Johnson score that season? 23, I think he got, wasn't it? Is that over 20? I mean, that says it, doesn't it? I don't think he yeah. was that. He got over 20, but maybe more. Oh, maybe. It's just, Mike, it just depends on the philosophy of your manager, doesn't it? Sometimes you're better off being a, a runner from midfield in yeah. a Joe Royal or a Dave Bassett team than you are a, a forward in a <laughs> Paul Lambert. Team, um, you know, yeah, quite quite often though, like goal scoring oh, midfielder, goal scoring midfielder like Hignett, um, Jonathan Douglas. They're not, they're not normally brilliant footballers. They just they've just got that oh. timing. Like I'd probably put Matt Holland in that in that bracket. Totally Obviously, agree. really good yeah. footballer, but not like incredible. Well, what about Hig- what about Hig- Frank just seems so yeah, exactly. I'd put Lampard in that bracket as well. But Hignett, a lot of it is about the whole game seems to go through. through. He seems to be yeah. a playmaker and a goal scorer. Oh, just incredible. I was going to put Tommy Miller in there as yeah. well. Like yeah, Tommy Miller, Tommy Miller never ran a game, but but he'd score 15 goals Ooh. a season. Brilliant. Because Matildan played Miller a bit deeper, didn't he, Mikey? In the second, in the second spell, and he just didn't really influence games that much. No, did a lot of kind of no. unselfish work. But, but yeah. Rich, I know, I know what Mikey's saying, and I, I think with the way football is today, that um, right, your job is you're a midfielder, you fit, 
you've got a good shot and you're prepared to make 20 runs per game that that player does that player exist as much now Pro probably not do they when you it's, oh, here's the Hignett goal again, Rich. I think it's look at the bend on it. Left. That's such a good shot. He moves left, isn't he? Yeah. Well, I think that's 57 miles per hour from 30 yards. yards. With yeah. no back so, move. So fast. <laughs> like, but, Mikey, it's the, it's the players that hit the ball. Right, isn't yeah. it? But it's the, the, the curl's like a natural curl from the power of the ball, I think. But he can't move his feet, Mikey, because of the curl. He's in the wrong. Yeah. He's in the right place if it doesn't curl. So then yeah. I guess that's what yeah. the consequence of it hitting the bar and coming back and hitting him. He's now in the wrong place well, because of because the dive. Chance. The dive is to got, push the ball over the bar, isn't it? So yeah, you're right. He, if he takes. Are we yelling handball? He got Sorry, a big Rich. move to Blackburn off the back of this, didn't he? I was going to say, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did he go to Borough? Was it Blackburn or Borough? Now we started a Borough. Here we go, we guys. Something's going to happen soon, I think. Oh, hello. Did, before we go there, Rich, do we get a replay of Chettle here in the shot? Yes, we are. That's not handball, is it? Who hit the shot? Holland. <laughs> here we go. Replay, I cannot wait for this shit. So Watch the blimp go over the top as well. You can see there. Could you a blimp? Yeah. Mowbray attacks the first one, doesn't he? Doesn't get there. Clap yeah, on, Jim. Clap Whip. Unbelievable. Head. Years of age. Oh, God. I couldn't, Mikey, I could not believe it because I'm looking down the pitch. I'm like, we're in the playoff final. We've got Marcus Stewart. We've got David Johnson, James Scowcroft. Who's going to score? Tony, Tony Mowbray. <laughs> who's supposed to be on the bench being a coach, for goodness sake. What yeah. a goal, Rich. Towering header, wasn't it? He's got. Is he against two as well? Doesn't he matter. Flattens, he flattens oh, no. two the first time. You can, you can have any whole team under Morgan. He pins Morgan the second time. You this is like Joe Jordan, Mikey, for God's sake. Look at that. Like, and, and the power on it as well. He the hand on it, doesn't he? That's a great angle. Look at that. Kick, could kick the ball that hard. <laughs> <laughs> if Tony Mowbray took a penalty to try and header it. Go on, George. Yeah, they found the most tame part of the crowd for that celebration. Limbs. Unbelievable header there, isn't it? Oh, yeah. gets that. But the, Joe, the, the run, the climb, the arm is down, but it's it's fair. Yeah. And Miller's in the right place. They don't do a lot wrong, Barnsley, do they? They clear the corner, they close down Magilton, but... Well, a lovely just... ball by Magilton as well, we need to talk about that. He had a bit of time, didn't he? he didn't... Which of two Mowbray's goals that season were better then? The brilliant volley away at Palace or Blackburn? Was it was Blackburn. Joe, any goal that's still rising when it hits the net is always going to win by me. Only beaten by a bar and in or an 18 pass which is move, the, I think. Which is the better celebration, though? That one where he's, he knows he meant it and the one at Blackburn where he looks like <laughs> he, I can't believe what's just happened. I think the header was still rising when it went in. <laughs> We're taking the net off. He only scored goals that are still rising. Can you have a thunder-blasted <laughs> header? Is there such a Isn't thing? there a Bruce Springsteen Here we go, here we go. I think we're going to see it again. That's Tony Mowbray's favourite out of that. This no, isn't a goal, is it? One. Is this the replay they got? No. He's up for another one. Yeah. No, he's working on Totally unmarked. He's knackered as well. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me do that again, Matt. Bruce Dyer is making sure that um, he's not going to get blamed for any type of goal here. Oh, we're looking at the goal, are we? Panic, there we go. Right. 
Similar though, Clapham gets it across from Jill again. This is almost identical, isn't it? Alan Brazil's livid there. Venus. I was going to mention that. I know we love Alan Brazil. He's actually a very good summariser when you actually yeah, listen back to yeah, a lot of points. Absolutely. He was, yeah. You can see how he got TV and radio gigs. A lot of personality, but a lot of... Jesus. He's got a nice nail on yellow card as well. He has, he has his arm up to say he's wonderful. Oh, here's a goal. Here we go. <laughs> plenty of speed, plenty of power on the cross. Great angle, that. This one might be a bit better. Oh. Oh. Always so hard when you're back in for a corner and you can't get out and you realise you're all, you know, congested on your own six-yard box and someone gets a run on you if they're tall and powerful like Mowbray then. What what Mowbray does so well there is he absolutely wallops the two defenders but then he gets up and gets out of the box again so he can get another run at it. So he's always <laughs> running onto it. You never saw Mowbray just standing still in the box, always running onto it. And I think it's fair to say it's really swung all the territories for Ipswich now since yeah. since the goal, isn't it? I think we've had most of the territory, but they've just looked dangerous when they have got the ball in our half. I think for the first 15 minutes we didn't have much territory, Joe, did we? Much much of the half game has been played sort of the back line of the pitch has been our centre circle, really, hasn't it? That's nice. Oh, this is nice. I love how McGreal takes the ball forwards. He's oh, we're looking for that one, aren't we? Yeah. I haven't seen much of Marcus Stewart at this point, though, have we? I mean, but we don't. I don't think, far from what happens in the second half, I can't remember too much that he's done. He's, he drops deep to get the ball, I guess, and starts things off. But does he have any many chances? I'm trying to remember, apart from the one. Not sure. And he's pulling it's the back post again. But there's no one on him because he starts so far out. Always running in. <laughs> I wonder if Mowbray and Hignett would have overlapped at Middlesbrough been there at the same time at any point no, I think maybe, maybe not was... and Hig did Hignett come from the youth system though so they might have done in that respect I think so yeah actually a good crossing chance that for a player of Magilton's ability corners four. won 4-0 four. Four on 32 minutes that tells some story Joe about the territory doesn't it mm. I like how we're pressing them in though, it's relentless at the moment, isn't it? Crosses yeah, and corners. Definitely since the goal. There he is. Oh. But just looking back. He flattens three players that time. Oh, he's over it. Is that him? Is that Naylor? He could have brought that down, Rich. Naylor with the over it. But you can see why people are age. This team was the one that they love watching because it is just. Relentless football, isn't it? It's just push on, push on, push on. Try and score goals. It's not really one where you're trying to defend at all. I'm not sure he was off there, neither. No, he was. But why did they show the linesman there? Had he given it off? I think the keeper was gesturing at him like, "Why haven't you given it offside?" Of course, weird to think this is 20 years ago almost, isn't it? weird and depressing well, the, the, the gap between the FA Cup final and this is now pretty much the same size of gap between this and now alright Mike uh, don't make me cry <laughs> <laughs> look at McGreal again surging forward so, the McGreal's really getting yeah, this the is game. a good chance oh, oh what a touch Holland oh. 
that would have been the defender. an incredible goal, Mikey. Yeah. It's the defender uh, blocks it, doesn't he? He gets down really low. I think Holland's trying to guide it in the bottom right corner. Who plays the touch football. around the corner there? Taylor. 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 Yeah. And Stewart. I like that Holland's thinking Naylor of going with, back across. That's why Stewart liked him, Rich. Naylor, with his back to goal, first time, always, always seemed to get the angle for it to come across to the other striker, didn't he? Yeah. That's smart like, play, that is. When you look at sort of football metrics now, and it's about passes from the back, progressive passes and stuff. Look at John McGrill and Mark Venus in this game. They're probably, <laughs> and they're probably made, they're probably made more as well. passes in this game than our whole defence has all season. Nailer's close to getting in there, isn't he? But I was about to say, mate, a similar point, Joe. You compare that to when we play a back three. You know, our centre-backs don't go across the halfway line, do they? You've got McGreal here, who's surging into the penalty area. So Mowbray, who's attacking the far post from set-pieces and crosses. When McGreal and Venus are, are doing that, are the wing-backs dropping a bit deeper? So you don't see don't much across, do you? Oh, Mikey, no. <laughs> <laughs> just forward, isn't it? Just... It's just basically Mowbray sweeping on his own. <laughs> well, the idea is, I suppose, whoever's on the other one side, goes, one stays, yeah. yeah, tucks back in. But and y you know the comment I was making earlier in the game about fullbacks and booting it down the line. Well, there always was. If you think of like someone like Alan Hansen or someone, there always was. Still, even in the 80s, if you're a defender who could play into midfield, that would that would happen. Maybe I'm picking the best one. Right, what are those action areas? Say? 28 percent in the Barnsley final third and 55% in the middle yeah we haven't Croft and Clapham we've seen less of compared to McGreal and Venus and Mowbray haven't we Stuart and Naylor have, they've linked up more than Stuart Johnson did in the sort yeah. of 10 minutes since Naylor's come on already haven't That's they fair shot. but Joe if um, if Scowcroft is there he does the he's the Naylor to whoever of them he's closest to there isn't he if you can yeah. get him on the pitch at the same time, I guess. Look up. The, the whole stadium there was seeing you stand up if you're going up. <laughs> We're all in there <laughs> half now, aren't we? I Apart think I can right. remember that now. There it is, Mark. Yeah, yeah. I remembered. Oh, no, I could hear it. Oh, you could hear it, sir. Yeah, yeah. I remember <laughs> chanting it. Some more lovely balls from the centre half position. Right into Ooh, McGreal, awesome, especially. Isn't it? Isn't it? Well, yeah. well, you talk about Mikey like five passes to break the lines. Not if yeah. you've got a good centre half who can play it on the play it on the yeah. ball through to a yeah. forward with his back to goal. And then yeah, so the, both Mitchilton and Holland were very good midfield runners, weren't they? So you just bypass the midfield sometimes. Sometimes Mitchilton gets on the ball and plays it about, but most of the time McGreal and Venus are feeding it into Stewart and Naylor, aren't they? They are straight into their feet, and then you've got yeah. the runners off there. Drilled at them, and, then, and all of our strikers were very good at just laying it off first time. Look at that. So just replaying the goal again on Sky. With 37 minutes in now, 1-1, obviously. Um, oh, much, that's nice, isn't it, Ben? Yeah, oh, much more on top now, and um, territory is, is ours, and that Holland chance now added on. And you, you think of... How, you know, Joe talks about modern metrics. What's Barnsley's touches in our penalty box at this point? Yeah, we about zero early ones, didn't they? Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 But not many clear-cut chances for us, though. Despite the territory, lots of crosses and set pieces, but no real sights. That Marlon chance, he had bodies but in the way, Bridge, didn't he? 
this is how we ground teams down in the mm -hmm. early era, though, wasn't it? It was. If we got like a second, it was just incessant. Wasn't in this it? See that? Look, Mo Mowbray had the ball there. McGreal rushed out right. McGreal so dropped it. Both, so good. They, they both put their arms up, wanting the ball. This is. Like yeah. I said, we are. A, we're a modern team, aren't we? In that. Yeah. If if you put this team into 2020, oh, they wouldn't be out of place because it is all. Everyone wants to get on the ball. Everyone Stuart's wants to push on. They want to press. Still not happy with Clapham. Can there. I say Jamie Clapham's had a very poor first 35 minutes, hasn't he? Get him off. <laughs> <laughs> he, covers, he covers so much ground. Lambert out. He was more. Like, he was a bit more hit and miss, Jamie Clapham, with his passing. But he's just such a good runner. It's all very central, though, isn't it? We 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 definitely play from the centre out wide rather than. We don't go wide to come in. It's, it's through the middle to go out, isn't it? So Look how wide Venus is there, though, that, as well. That's where you can hurt them. Look, McGreal here. Okay, long ball, but... It almost finds its target, though, eh? Oh, the, the wing-backs pick the ball up in high areas. lovely turn by Naylor, isn't it? Right? I was going to say how Naylor received that ball as well. He, t he received it and turned in the same motion, didn't he? Do you think at this stage Naylor knows he's having an absolute blinder and he's just full of confidence? I think he knows he's on it, Mikey. I, yeah. think, I don't think... I think he's like... Yeah. Um, sorry, Rich. I think he's like, I don't get many chances here. I'm bloody taking this one. I think it's 20 minutes time when he gets compared by Ron Atkinson to Pushkus, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it's that handheld camera on Magilton. It really just gets the scale of the stadium yeah. behind him as yeah. well. And that massive distance this that coverage, the old Webley... This coverage, this coverage is brilliant. So what, good. What do you think was on Sky Sports 1? From a TV perspective. Uh, <laughs> cricket, uh, golf... Uh, if you see it, the, the, the pitch there, you can see it's yeah. not in the best state, can't you? And they're going close on it. Do you miss the old Wembley guys? Yeah. I miss it because I only went there once. It was this. So. <laughs> it's just... I don't know. It just looks right, doesn't it? You see... All the old cup fighters, you, you know, as soon as you see the TV footage, you know it's Wembley, don't you? you it's what, it's it's what just, you grow up with, isn't it? Yeah, I, remember, I remember being astounded by how awful the toilets were, though. I was like, this yeah. is Wembley, how could it be so bad? The whole stage was pretty awful, yeah. really. Yeah. Seats. Well, I think, is... like, like I say, what I, don't, what oh, I don't like about Wembley is how far back behind the goal the sort of stands are there. Yeah. If, if you're low down there, I've sat there on the continent, they're not great seats, are they? To actually see what's happening. There's these weird metal bar things in front of the seats as well. That, that puts you even further away. I think that's to stop people invading the pitch. But, but the new Wembley is a great stadium, but it just—it's a bit plastic, isn't it? But it's just going to take the new Wembley sort of thirty to fifty years to build up all of that history and to you know, and then people who are our age now who were born whatever twenty years after us will probably feel the same way about the new Wembley yeah. as we do about but the then, old about the old I, Wembley I went to the old Wembley twice to watch England v Moldova and to watch Ipswich win I've been to the new Wembley probably 50 times and not seen yeah. anything as exciting as Ipswich <laughs> winning there I was going to say there's probably there's no sentimental memories for the new Wembley for us is there that's the trouble I expect if we had a playoff final yeah. but we're the, we're the last league team to win a competitive fixture at the old Wembley aren't we because it gets knocked down we're one of about four teams or something Rich you haven't been to the new one mm. when I say <laughs> yeah. new the 15 year old one or whatever because there's, there's only one more match that's played here and that's Kevin Keane's last match as England manager isn't it? <laughs> right he got a bit under that yeah what's a charity shield is this Venus on the right is that, I think is that the, 
I think that game had already happened, Richard. I thought it was in September. It's in September. Yeah. Okay. I think I think the Charity Shield might have been there. Uh, Every single competitive. Competitive, yeah. Yeah. Forty-two minutes almost. It's kind of we've died off a little bit, haven't we? We're kind of it feels like we're almost happy to get to half time and regroup a little bit. Tight close up of Chipperley. Um, Richie's just not been in the game, has he? Yeah, Other I was going to say, yeah. Got I not see much of him, have we? He's about to be Ernie. Not like that woman in the car park. <laughs> <laughs> like clockwork. Stay classy, Joe. Should we just mention oh. Chipperley maybe five, ten times in the next minute and then Joe can get it all out of his system? Yeah, Chipperley got it out of his system, didn't he? Nadler is looking very ginger there. I'm, I'm worrying about him in the sun. He's had the same hairdo as Bruce Dyer, hasn't he? It's the same hairdo. Oh, that's a trading top, isn't it? Look at, oh, look at the atmosphere in there. I think I had blue hair like Jono that day. Maybe I had not one, of those big, style, one of those big blue and white fluffy wigs I had. I was definitely full kit wanker that day. <laughs> Do we have flags as well, guys? Flags. Yeah. Had a budget yeah. unofficial flag. So, uh, me and my family were on holiday as of the Saturday in West Wales. So we had to drive five hours back to London for the game. And then five hours back to go back to our holiday cottage. Probably wouldn't have bothered down to West Wales for literally one day before driving back five uh, hours. Two days, well, I think. Oh, that's a He'd rather wait for the playoff final there than Woodbridge. There's McGrill with providing the envelope or the backup. I just say, um, the last couple of years I've been to several playoffs, all the League One ones and all the Championship ones, the equivalent games. I've seen Fulham go up and Villa go up, and I've gone there. And in the nicest way, I've not given a shit. I've just chilled out, sat down, got Krispy Kreme from the new Wembley Concourse or whatever. And just compared to when your team is there, you know, like the, it was like the most nervous day, wasn't it? Anyway, we're coming up to half time, Rich. I wonder what's going to happen. Yeah, I'm just going to see it, see it we'll out. Just see it out. Yeah, no mucking yeah, about. But I imagine now football seems so much bigger now than it was back then. How stressful that like two-week break leading up to Wembley would be now. How many podcasts would get out in that two weeks? <laughs> <laughs> well, especially can you imagine? Just think of the numbers. But well, um, Joe, imagine like Derby were there last season. Derby uh, constantly been losing out in the playoffs like we have. Um, there's a lot of teams like us, you know, Leeds and Derby, who, when you mention the playoffs, Sheffield United, all think the same sort of thing. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Overload there. Yeah, yeah, Mogger's points. Look at Mogger pointing. Oh, that's oh, awful. He doesn't goal need to come, does he? And I tell you what, I'm, to I'm, he, they're running straight at me. So I'm in the corner where towards is it? Who goes down for it? Is it Shipley or Ignat? Ignat. And he's running straight at me. Can I just say though, guys, batters Stuter against England. This angle doesn't Ignat look like against Ipswich. I think it's. Yeah. He moves his foot to trip over yeah. right. I, I'm this is the convinced it's a dive. Watch his yeah. right foot. Yeah, he kind of swipes him, doesn't he? But at the time, I was convinced it was a dive. I'm so it angry as well. It is a dive, but it's arguably it, a penalty. It is, but it, it, it is a dive, but it is a nailed on penalty. But yeah, yeah. Well, absolutely nailed on penalty, isn't it? He's yeah. exploited a very poor piece of goalkeeping. Alan Brazil says his body's momentum captures him. I don't know if it's this penalty, but that's what he's saying. Doesn't that, doesn't and that, that was, that was, that was say that Pignett should take this penalty, not Barnard. Mm. 
Barnard had rattled in about four or five that season, I think. Yeah, but that was Brighty's a kryptonite, Mikey, wasn't it? Coming off his line, he's, there were several mistakes yeah. of this nature. But maybe they have the, if you get fouled, you don't take the penalty. Rich, here comes Barnard. It's just a weird one when you watch it back in a second, because Wright is leaning really early. Look at the limbs in the stand. Yeah. <laughs> Go on, we're on the counter. Well, it's a really bad penalty, isn't it, when you see it back? Because Wright is basically perched. He's Paul Cooper-esque, isn't he? tried to send him the wrong way, I think. And he bottled but it, he doesn't, he doesn't do enough with his body to do that, no, no, does when, you, when you're nervous, you, you get all tense, and you start to you start to think... He might have usually have tried to slot it right in the side, but he'd have thought, don't want to miss the target, and last minute... Watch his... Um, in a little bit. When, when we get a replay, watch his right arm. I think he tries to gesture with his arm to make right dive left rather than right. Uh, Richard Wright had a history of diving right for every penalty for a long time. I'd be interested to look back. Um, he always used to dive right. Uh, check, check that out. Definitely through... I, I remember checking it out through like the 98-99 season when he was... Right. right, here comes the replay. Watch him lean. Two minutes added on. Lean, lean, lean. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's not a good, good penalty, strong, Good strong hand, that, though. Got it away from the taker. Yeah, yeah. Especially because it is. Oh, this guy, watch this guy. Watch the guy in the tash. Shit face. (laughs) (laughs) I feel badly for the guy behind him. He looked like he knew he was going to miss it as well, didn't he? Although, you know what it's like when your team's got a penalty, you're definitely going to miss. And when another team's got a penalty, it's like the goal looks like the most massive thing on on the universe, doesn't it? There you go, guys. Half time, and I think we're feeling quite happy with ourselves after that save, right? Yeah, because yeah. I mean, you, you look at you look at how it was panning out, Rich, in the middle of the the half, and like we've kind of talked through, Barnsley start well, great goal for them. We're coming into it, we get the goal, then we're really on top, and really it's just one breakaway, isn't it? But you, you know, when you come in with a penalty save just one minute before half time, you're just happy to be level, aren't you? Yeah, I have a post mortem with a steward about the penalty. Um, he's not. He doesn't care. He doesn't care at all. But he was quite polite about it. But that was a good goal from him. Wasn't it? That was a good strike. We're going to get some um, turn of the noughties uh, adverts in a minute as well because this is on Sky. So we'll enjoy those too. Yeah, this is a batter Stuter against Seaman. That. No, every every time you see him, just think. Look at Jermaine Wright. Yeah, watch, watch his right arm that goes up there. But, Giving it away, who I think what I think what Mikey says is right that, that you just as you get more nervous that angle aiming to the corner it just drifts in and in and in and you're just hoping the keeper dives the wrong way really aren't you that's all you're hoping for uh, there it is look at it that aerial shot Rich is just just beautiful in there here we go oh that I, I, that's that just that red and blue just looks so perfect doesn't it in that in that cup final setting and oh, i've edited yeah. it there you go that's smart isn't it really the crappy <laughs> edit you get to see the um all england zimbabwe is that what we're oh, yeah. no, that's, that's uh, great test i wonder who won that one england <laughs> unless it was a famous drawn test so the, the big thing here oh, that one. Is, and we'll try and we'll try and i'll try and superimpose this in because what you guys are unaware of is i've been moving the footage around so we can see some of the action that we're describing but one of the things that people need to see is um, who is in the studio providing neutral analysis from the playoff games um, and at that point has a really classy tash as well 
Magilwick's wearing a lovely pair of Cuba Kings for the boots as well. Yeah, the, the boots on show are fantastic. See Barnard and Fina 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 Don't see many tashes like that these days. Right, here we go. Goals one each. Attempts five each. Four on target for Barnsley, two for Ipswich. Five corners to Ipswich. Ipswich committed one foul in that half. Yeah, have some of that. I wonder what Big, big Sandical has to say about Give that. The trophy. F 58 young possession. Look at there he is. There he is. Sam, big Sam. Look at the tash. It's not even there. It's like Neil Warnock's eyebrows, isn't it? What's he saying? I can't actually hear. I don't know. <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed listening to us watch the first half of Ipswich v Barnsley. It's 1 1 with a big defining moment from Richard Wright and the strike of half time. What will happen in the second half? <laughs> There's only one instruction for you be careful. What? <laughs> you. You. <laughs> Wish. Four. <laughs> It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.